The mainstream news media is reporting that violence is claiming lives in Israel. Recently, violence flared up and then intensified and finally ran amok, leading the UN and American officials to condemn that nasty violence in the harshest terms. It's another cycle of violence, they said. Every 28 days or so, she just goes nuts. You can't talk to her, and God forbid you should mention that she's been spreading, she'll just kill you. According to the news media, the latest round of violence began when the Israeli parents of four children attacked a member of Hamas by throwing their bodies at his bullets. Then other Israeli men, women, and children began randomly stabbing Palestinians' knives with their chests and heads. As if that weren't enough, Israeli police started opening fire on any innocent Palestinian whose knife happened to have a Jew on the other end of it. Muslim clerics called it once for the violence to end with the complete destruction of the Israeli state and people. All of which has led the news media to ask the all-important question, what is the Palestinians' grievance? Some say the problem this time is that radical, militant, ornery, unrepentant Jews want to start praying on the Temple Mount, named for the Jewish temple which first stood there approximately 1,400 years before Muhammad blessed the world with the glorious religion of peace that brings us so much joy today. Today, the Temple Mount is the site of the Al-Aqsa Mosque of that same peaceful religion, a mosque where all peoples can gather together in harmony unless they're non-believers who, of course, will be killed. Palestinian President Mohammed Abbas, who has been widely hailed as a moderate by the American and European left, said moderately in a recent moderate speech, quote, the Jews have no right to defile our mosque with their filthy feet. We bless every drop of blood spilled for Jerusalem, which is clean and pure blood, blood spilled for Allah. Moderately. As always, Secretary of State John Kerry was there to pour oil on the troubled flames. Speaking at Harvard, Kerry said there had been a massive increase in Israeli settlements, which isn't true, and that the violence in Israel was the result of frustration at those settlements, which isn't true, and that if we don't solve this problem, the two-state solution could be stolen from everybody, which isn't true. So thanks, John Kerry. Since the media, U.S. officials, the European Union, and the United Nations are continuing to explore the Palestinians' grievances, we thought it might be a unique change of pace to explore any grievances the Israelis might have, like, oh, say, the fact that a great and good nation of free people is under murderous assault by a medieval clan of homicidal savages while the watching world is blinded by a virulent anti-Semitism that is the filthiest and most despicable manifestation of original sin humanity can provide. But that's the juice for you, bitch, bitch, bitch. Trigger warning, I'm Andrew Clavin, and this is The Andrew Clavin Show. Uh, did, you, did you guys see uh, Ben on Megyn Kelly last night? Yeah. Yeah, it was, he was great. He was great. It was, it was funny, you know. I, I saw him in the morning, I'm talking to him, and then I went out with a friend for dinner last night, and I came out back and I thought, oh, you know, I'll turn on the TV before I go to bed. And I, there he is again, you know. It was, it was like, it was, I, felt, I felt like that little kid, that little kid on the YouTube video has been to the dentist, you know, and he's still under the, the influence of the laughing gas. Is, is this real life, you know? It's like, Shapiro, it's coming from inside the house. But <laughs> anyway, he was, he was terrific. I expect him to come in today with his, his eyes bandaged because looking directly at Megyn Kelly is like staring into the sun. Uh, so, 
That's right, Jew hatred. We're back. It's Jew. It's back. Hooray! Jew hatred is back. It's like no, no, no. We don't. We don't hate the Jews. We just. We just hate Israel. We just hate the Zion. We don't. We don't want to kill six million Jews. Well, we don't want to kill those six million Jews. Those. Those were. That was like Hitler. Those were nice Jews. We just want to kill these Jews because they're in Israel. I, I wish I could say. I wish I could say that I thought this. I would never see this again. You know. I wish I could say that after after the Holocaust, people would say like, hmm. Maybe that wasn't such a good idea, you know? <laughs> but it, I, I actually can't say that. I was thinking back, the first novel I ever published was a novel called Face of the Earth. And I wish I could recommend Face of the Earth because it has a great plot. You know, it's about, it's about these two guys and one of them is kind of a liar and he's telling this long-winded story about this woman and the other guy falls in love with the woman and begins to suspect that the story is really a, a confession of murder, that he killed her, you know? And we don't even know if the story is true or not. Anyway, it was a great plot. Unfortunately, I was very young and didn't really know <laughs> how to write, you know? And I, I can't even go back and look at it, except I like to look at the picture on the back because I was so good looking. I was, <laughs> I was insanely good looking. And, and anyway, in this, in this book, so this is a long time ago, right? In this book, I describe a guy, a Jewish guy, as being... He's, he's a modern Jewish guy, and I describe him as being one of those holiday Jews who was born between one incident of persecution and the next, you know, because I knew after the Holocaust, people was like, oh, oh, okay, we get it. Jew hatred is like the worst possible thing. We'll never do that again. And I was thinking, yeah, it's a holiday, you know, <laughs> it's a holiday, but it's coming back. And the holiday is over, folks. So I was making fun of John Kerry. That, that was, listen to this, every word, I, I think including and and but, is untrue. Every word he says in this Harvard speech. So take a listen to this. So here's the deal. What's happening is that, that unless we get going, a two-state solution could conceivably be stolen from everybody. And there's been a massive increase in settlements over the course of last years. Now you have this violence because there's a frustration that is growing and a frustration among Israelis who don't see any you know, movement so I look at that and I say you know if that did explode and I pray and hope it won't and I think there are options to prevent that but we would inevitably be you know in at some point we're gonna have to be engaged in working through those kinds of difficulties so better to try to find the ways to deal with it before that happens than later. And I think, you know, what, what always perplexes me is, I mean, we've been through Oslo, Y Plantation, Madrid. I can't stand it. I mean, seriously, every every word in that is untrue. And I love the, the you know, the two-state, oh, the two-state solution may, might be stolen from us, you know, because it's really what we need in the Middle East to bring peace is another Islamic state. You know, that would, that's going to solve everything. You know, that, we know that's, that's going to be great because it's the religion of peace. Islam means peace. And, you know, people people ask, I mean, this is all on the left. It's all the Democrats. It's all the left wing in, in Europe uh, with this Jew hatred. And people keep asking, you know, why do Jews vote Democrat? Why do they keep voting Democrat? And there are a lot of theories about this. But one thing people forget, it takes a long time for people to change their political habits. And the anti-Semitism in my father's generation was on the right. You know, it was the John Birch Society and Charles Lindbergh with America First. They didn't want to get into the war. It was that, you know, Mel Gibson thing. Oh, it's the Jews starting another war just because they don't want to get killed. You know, it's like, and, and so that was, that was on the right. And it was William F. Buckley who heroically kind of cast 
the anti-Semites out of the conservative temple. He started this that great magazine, National Review, which really led to every conservative thing that happened afterwards, including the election of Ronald Reagan. And he tossed them out, uh, including, uh, what's his name, Pat Buchanan. One of the Birchers was on the masthead of the magazine. He tossed them out, wouldn't publish them. And, th and that was the end of it. You know, that was the end. They kind of all chased, you know, they were all chased away. But it's like this virus, you know, if, it, if it's chased out of one body, it just goes into another body. But, but you should not think that anti-Semitism on the left is a new thing. You know, there's an article, I think I have it in my pocket here. Yeah, there's an article uh, by, by Daniel Hannon, the Euro, Euro MP. He's the one conservative Euro MP. I just met him the, uh, a few weeks ago. He was really, really smart guy. Uh, loves Shakespeare, so I really love him because he just can, he quotes these reams of Shakespeare. I like I like to think that he memorizes them before he either goes on stage. I hate to think that he just can do that, but he just loves Shakespeare and really talks about him intelligently and knows what he's talking about. He wrote this piece about uh, the return of left-wing anti-Semitism. You know, they just had that guy Jeremy Corbyn uh, has taken over the Labor Party in England, and he's a, a socialist. And, and Hannon says that Corbyn himself is not a, an anti-Semite, but here are some quotes from his supporters uh, on their, in the Labor Party, Labor Party supporters on their Twitter account. We've had the Holocaust rammed down our throats by Zionists forever, ensuring only Jewish suffering counts, as one of them. Jews and Zionists own the whole world. Zyklon B was used for delousing. That was the gas that uh, the Nazis used to kill six million Jews, uh, wipe out essentially the Jewish population of Europe. It says, many commentators seem surprised, having evidently associated anti-Semitism with the far right. This is Hannon writing. He said, they should read their history. The man who invented the word socialist was an anti-Semite. Pierre Leroux, a 19th century French radical, told his comrades, when we speak of the Jews, we mean the Jewish spirit, the spirit of profit, of lucre, of gain, of speculation, in a word, the banker's spirit. Conversely, he says, the man who coined the term anti-Semitism was a leftist, Anti-Semitism, he said, is a so 